0: Welcome to Why Not Me, Turning Trials into Triumphs, Seeking and Embracing Success. I am your host, Coach Todd Halls, and I am super pumped to be recording this. Well, uh, finally recording this. and The reason I am pumped to be doing it is it's Thursday, and I'm recording uh, this podcast that was supposed to be aired on Monday. Um, I have finally overcome procrastination. And press the record button. Uh, and when I say I've overcome procrastination, um, I don't think it's in every area and everything, but at least in this one, for instance, in getting this podcast episode done, I have finally overcome procrastination, which leads me to today's topic. It our, today's topic is procrastination, <clears throat> and. This stems from a, a couple different things. Um, as I just mentioned, I'm late in getting this podcast um, recording done. Um, I was talking with a friend yesterday, and he was asking about uh, my week and um, just what challenges was I currently facing. And I shared that one of my challenges was um, getting you know, just kind of a, the the wall staring or the the blank screen staring. Um, when I know that I need to get writing or recording or whatever it is. Um, and there's there's a there's a sense of procrastination there as well. Oftentimes my procrastination presents itself as busyness, busy work. Um, I can um, find a lot of things to do that won't, I guess, arguably need doing, um, but they're not the most important things to move my business forward, to move um, you know, my development forward. Um, at least not all the time. So procrastination. Um, I think all of us, at least everybody I've met uh, runs into procrastination in some area of, of life at, at some point in time, we're all familiar with it. It's simply the, it's the gap between intention and action. Um, and the sooner we can close that gap, um, the The sooner we can uh, move on to better things, the sooner we can improve our current state, whether that's in our personal or professional lives. Um, and how it presents for you um, may be different than how it per- presents for me. Like I mentioned, I oftentimes get caught up in in busyness, uh, another task to do, another thing to get done, and it's um, a way of avoiding the um, Say the harder things that I need to do. Um, so, what is procrastination? It's simply delaying, or postponing, or avoiding a task, something you need to get done. And uh, procrastinated actually is derived from it has Latin roots. Pro being um, forward movement, and crass uh, is the root word of basically Latin for tomorrow. So, basically, uh, get moving tomorrow. Uh, procrastinate, right? We put off things. That we could be doing now until a later time. So, what's what's the big deal? I mean, so we so we procrastinate. What's the harm in that? Well, it can be uh, it can be great great harm. Uh, studies have shown uh, research shows that about twenty percent of the population are chronic procrastinators. Chronic. Uh, this means that they they uh, procrastinate in a lot of areas of life a lot of the time. Um, And often the studies show that the chronic procrastinators uh, suffer from things like broken marriages and lost jobs, uh, deflated dreams, um, financial woes. um, And, and all that leads to self-esteem issues because we know um, what we I think all of us have an innate sense of what we could be doing, what we should be doing, uh, what we are capable of. And so when we procrastinate, when we put things off, when when our relationships suffer, when our jobs suffer, when our finances suffer, um, whatever it is, um, we we realize that it's we've let ourselves down. We're doing it to ourselves. And so our self-esteem issues become larger and larger. And um, these, these can be – these are serious issues that can lead to uh, – very severe consequences, um, and so, how do you know if you're a procrastinator? Well, there's there's a lot of signs. Um, Here are some examples. If you answer any yes to any of these, you you uh, may have procrastination in your uh, in your uh, daily uh, activities. Uh, if if you have difficulty coping with change and transition, if you're lost without a roadmap if you are chronically late, if your to-do list is never ending, and if you focus on non-essential office work instead of what needs to get done. Um, and that last one alludes to what I mentioned earlier. Uh, it's not that I'm not doing anything. I feel like some days I'm, I, I'm very busy. But um, as a friend of mine uh, once shared, never mistake busyness with productivity. Um, And all this is great, but how do we, you know, what are we supposed to do about it? Well, it depends on your reasons for it, I guess, and and there can be many reasons for procrastinating. Uh, Some of the, uh, I'd say, more prevalent reasons, I think, um, one would be just the the perfection uh, perfectionism, the desire to, to get things perfectly right. Um, and I think that's you know as I as I shared earlier, this this podcast is coming out a few days late. Um, I think part of it is the is the perfectionism. Um, I didn't obviously there's not a guest here. Um, I'm not doing an interview, so I knew it was all on on me. And I for whatever reason um, want to get it, to do it perfectly. Uh, I, wanted to, I wanted to to be valuable. I want you to enjoy it. I want you to, to, when you're done listening to it, think, man, that was that was a good use of my time, right? Um, And so, you know, waiting to get it just right, thinking about it, thinking about it again, um, making sure I got the right topic, et cetera, et cetera. And the next thing you know, you know, days have gone by, um, which is it's kind of uh, ironic because this is one of my favorite things to do. This this podcast is. I, I really enjoy it. I enjoy, especially when I'm doing interviews, but I also enjoy um, doing the monologue, doing doing this. Uh, just just sharing, um, and and hopefully adding value to you. So it's um, as, I, as I mentioned, it's just a little bit ironic that it's something that I enjoy doing, and yet I still um, still put it off. Um, so when we talk about perfectionism, there's there's nothing wrong with setting a high bar, right? If you you want to do things right. And you want you want them as as you want to strive for excellence, for sure. But if it gets to the point where you don't do something because of it, um, you know, obviously, it can be quite detrimental. Um, For instance, if let's just say that I had a boss um, besides me um, that um, that assigned me to get this podcast done and I didn't do it. Because of this perfectionism, I would, but right away now, I'd probably be in, in pretty big trouble. Um, so, so all this to say, the consequences can be can be detrimental. As I mentioned earlier, don't, you know, perfectionism is different than having high standards. We we ought to be striving for excellence. We ought to be doing our very best work, um, but not at the um, but not at the expense of doing the work at all. Right. Um, Done, not perfectly is better than not done because it's not perfect done not perfectly is better than not done because it's not perfect so sometimes all the time um, you just need to go do do the best do the absolute best you can for that day um, if you wait till it's perfect um, oftentimes you will you will wait too long and there's some missed opportunities that are going to be there um after perfectionism um is is fear and and perfectionism maybe is a type of fear as well but um more obviously is is just this this sense of fear fear of failure fear of success even um and, and both of those fear is a crippling thing i mean it will it will freeze you um stop you in your tracks um and so the idea of failure can be you know, when we think of falling flat on our face, it can be devastating. What, what will people think? What would be, you know, is that it? Is it over? And, and I think and, and right right there, I think, is the, is the um, problem with the fear of failure. So many think of it as the end, right? We fail and it's the end rather than, oh, we failed. Uh, let's evaluate why and learn from it and use it as a stepping stone, uh, and I shared this on a Facebook Live while back. I saw a graphic um, recently, and it, it, in in one picture, it showed a, a man with like these rectangle, these blocks, and on each one was written failure, and they were stacked on top of a multiple, multiple. And you could see it was weighing him down. A little. He had this pained look on his face with all the, the stacks of failures on on top of him. And I can just imagine how hard it was. Sweat beating down his face. Um, and that's one way to look at failure. And the in the picture next to it um, was a, a similar-looking man. But now, instead of all these failures stacked on top of his shoulders like the weight of the world, um, these these blocks were, were stacked in in step fashion, right? Failure um, kind of offset a little bit on top of failure, offset on top of failure. And in this graphic, the 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 person depicted uh, looked calm as he was uh, walking. Up the stairs he had he had this he looked confident even as he was using this, his failures as steps upward towards success so um, all that is to say the fear of failure can be crippling when we think of it as an end rather than as a means to educate and ultimately achieve our goals it's not a permanent uh it's not a permanent stain um it, it it's it, it can be just a, another step on your journey. Um, and the flip side is this this fear of success. And, um, and where does that come from? And even you know, when you think of it, the title of this show, uh, Turning Trials into Triumphs and Seeking and Embracing Success, it was, uh, you know, I, I, that comes from this sense that, that so many people, entrepreneurs, are. Um, work their tails off, but never quite, never, you know, almost seem to self-sabotage when success gets close. And, and oftentimes I think there's, there's some procrastination involved in that. There's, um, there's certainly a fear of success that causes procrastination. And, and part of it could just be that, um, you know, you, you don't feel you deserve success. And so, um, so you shy away from it. Part of it may be that you're, a little bit afraid. We're a little bit afraid of what we really are capable of. Like if we, I think if we understood truly what our, what the human mind, what, what, what we as people are truly capable of, it would, it would scare us. Um, and then, and then of course, there's also this idea that if you, if you succeed now, you've set the bar right now, the expectations are going to be, are going to be higher for you because you've done it once you now you've got this, um, this expectation to perform and to keep on creating successes. And, um, and that can be another reason that we would fear success, but regardless of, you know, which of those, where you might fall, where, where that fear comes from. Um, it, it definitely can be, um, just crippling and, and, and a humongous contributor to procrastination. Um, what else? Um, motivation, um, if you lack motivation, that can be um, a cause for, for procrastination. You know, you just don't don't feel like doing it, um, or you feel like, well, I need I need to be fully motivated to get started. And the truth is, you you don't you you don't need to be fully motivated. Uh, oftentimes, a little bit of motivation, a little bit of discipline, take the first steps, take the first three steps, and see what happens. Um, once you begin. Then you begin to get momentum, and as you get momentum and you start to see progress, you can get motivation. Will come as you seek to see more progress and gain more momentum, and it and it builds on itself. So oftentimes, you know, this this progress and momentum leads to motivation. You get more enthused as you go. Um, for me, you know, a a, a, a small example of that we you know, on training days, um, I've gotten better at this, but there are times when, you know, it would take me, you know, okay, it's time to train. And then I'd, you know, grab a glass of water and then have to take care of one more thing. And then one more thing. And actually, you know, you know, I'm getting to the gym 20 minutes, 30 minutes, an hour later than, than when I thought I wanted to, but once I actually start, right, like once I start warming up, once I get that first set in, then it, it feels good. And I, and I want to do more and keep going. So, um, Definitely is a case for me that once you know in, 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 in physical training, I have to start. Right? It's easy to procrastinate because I don't feel motivated. But once I start and get a little bit of momentum built, the motivation comes to keep going. Um, what if you're just not interested? Uh, you got a task that's unappealing. Well, you may ask, well, why even do it? If it's if <laughs> if it's unappealing, don't do it. Well, because some there are some things that are going to come up that we just have to do. If we all just put aside, procrastinated indefinitely on the things we don't want to do, nothing, and I mean nothing, would ever get done. Um, so whether it's filing paperwork or or uh, taking out the garbage or, or um, the grocery shopping, for instance, the things that we don't enjoy doing necessarily uh but not doing it is—it just increases—it increases tension, it increases stress. Ultimately, will lead you know to um, a, possibly a state of emergency, um, metaphorically speaking, or, or maybe even not metaphorically speaking, but definitely a heightened stress is, as this to-do list grows and grows and grows. Um, when sometimes these tasks that you're really not interested in, just get them done, get get them off your list, or 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 delegate them, get somebody else to do them. Um, and then, you know, what about distractions? Um, I don't know if this is, is necessarily a cause of procrastination, uh, but it's certainly, um, I guess in some ways it is. We, is. Uh, I'm just thinking of myself, again. You know, I allow myself to get distracted. I don't, you know, if I don't have my notifi- notifications shut off on my phone or when I'm, for instance, when I go to do a Facebook Live, I have to get on Facebook to do a live, right? And oftentimes I find myself not just pressing the record button, press the, the live button, but rather I'll you know, like, well, something pops up. Somebody's starting I'm like, oh, what's that up to? And then the next thing you know, five minutes or 10 minutes have gone by when I could have already been done with, with my live, right? And, and so these distractions, we allow them to become a form of procrastination and they are everywhere. Um, so I, I work from home. Um, I've got a home office, but the, you know, uh, Orion gets home from school about two o'clock most days. And once he's home, um, the distractions rise exponentially as you know he has he has needs and, and, and desires some of my time and attention. and uh, it just becomes easier and easier to get distracted um, and and not be focused on the things that need to get done. So what I'm practicing doing is trying to get the big things done before two o'clock so that when when my level of distractions uh, increases, uh, it is not as detrimental to the overall productivity that I need to do. So, so what do we do about all this? Um, I mean, how, how do you how do you fix it? Right? How do you how do you go from being a procrastinator, um, either whether you're a part time procrastinator or a chronic procrastinator? How do you go from being a procrastinator to a not procrastinator? Um, well, it. <laughs> it's, you just got to change your mindset, and I laugh as I say that because uh, it sounds so simple, right? You just have to change your mindset, and you're like, "Oh, wow, thanks, Todd. All better now. Fixed it. If only it were so easy. Um, it's going to take. It takes. It takes practice, right? Uh, for sure. Just practice and training, um, discipline. Um, it, so partly depending on it's going to depend on where. Which, which reason you found, right? If your if uh, procrastination stems from perfectionism, um, you may need to consider mindset. Uh, if, if it's a fear of making mistakes, that's often associated with having um, what's called a fixed mindset. So I'm not sure if you've heard of the book, uh, it's called Mindset, The New Psychology of Success by by Carol Dweck. And it's a, it's a great book on mindset and the idea that um, some of us have a growth mindset while others have a fixed mindset. Um, and she explains that with a fixed mindset, uh, you believe that you, that your abilities are set in stone, and that you can't um, you, you can't expand. So whether you know whatever your current intelligent or intelligence is, or what your current talents and abilities are, um, you, you think that the fixed mindset thinks that that's that's the hand I was dealt. That's as good as it gets. It cannot be developed. Um, so when when you have that, it's <laughs> It really limits, obviously, your ability to grow, uh, to learn, to make positive changes. Um, But I'm here to tell you, um, you can you can change. And it may not be monumental changes overnight, um, but but it can be small changes, Um, small things done uh, consistently over time, reap uh, tremendous rewards. if you'd like to learn more about your mindset, a resource is actually at um, I believe it's www.mindsetonline.com and that will help get you in the point in the right direction to start making the mindset sh- shift mind shifts mindset shifts needed to um, overcome your procrastination. Um, what if it's fear of, of a negative outcome or fear of fear of failure uh, that you're dealing with? So the next time you feel it setting in, like, like, you know, you should do something and you're like, oh, what if this goes bad? Um, here's some questions for you. Ready? Okay. Uh, ask yourself this. What, what am I afraid of? What am I really afraid of? Um, what is the worst possible consequence that could happen? Like if, if I do this thing and it goes poorly, if I make mistakes, if I what's the worst that could happen? Or um, what could happen if I ignore the situation? I do nothing, what could happen? I find that oftentimes um, asking that question is, it, is it all by itself enough to, to propel me forward. Um, because oftentimes doing nothing is, is truly uh, going to bring about the worst results, the worst consequences. Um, another question to ask yourself possibly is, why am I putting this off? Or um, what will I gain in the long run by putting this off? Am I trying to convince myself of something that is not true? Am I scared of the process or the result? Sometimes it's not the result at all. We're afraid of it's the process. It's the, it's the discomfort we're going to have to go through in, in the meantime, and you know, I'm thinking of, for instance, difficult conversations with a, uh, with a friend or with a coworker, an employee or boss, um, we often put those off right? We, we want to be, we want to be nice. We don't want to ruffle any feathers. We don't want people mad at us. So we put off these difficult conversations because the, the process of having the, concept, the, the conversation is, is oftentimes difficult, but the results, the rewards, usually more than office offset that difficult conversation now sure sometimes sometimes it can be taken wrong and and, and perhaps um, there, there's there's damage to a relationship perhaps but if you're if you're approaching the conversation truly from a place of love and care right, as you should be and you're having an open honest conversation um, then you, you just got to go through the discomfort and hope that you get the, the awesome results that could and should be on the other side another question ask yourself can I handle the outcome? Or perhaps you want to ask yourself, am I trying to protect myself from a certain outcome? And finally, am I actually scared? Or was I just told this was scary? Ever been in those situations? And I'm thinking back to um, to CrossFit and, um, you know, people would um, oftentimes show that they were scared to start, scared to start working out. And um, and this question makes me think, is it because were they actually scared or did somebody else, did they just get the perception from somebody else that it was scary? It's worthwhile. So when you ask yourself those questions, be brutally honest. I mean, like take some time, write it down, do some journaling, but be honest with yourself on these on these questions and what the answers are, so that you're able to move past your procrastination. So we talked earlier. I mentioned about this never-ending to-do list. If that's if that's the category you fall in, if if you're a list person, and I'm learning to be a list person, I, and I'm try I try to keep the list very short. Um, but this is something that I have not always been. Um, if if you find your to-do list is growing, um, add put deadlines on everything. Um, and and for instance, I just listened to, to a webinar talking about where they mentioned you know, your daily big three. And not long ago, I read the book, uh, uh, Eat That Frog by, by Brian Tracy. And it's a great, that's a great book, a great resource about this very thing about, you know, you're going to have, there's going to be things that are that you maybe aren't looking forward to. Um, that may be difficult, um, and he, he compares it to eating a frog. So, first thing in the morning, whatever whatever those difficult things are, the, the important things—not necessarily the urgent, but the important things—that you need to do to move your business and yourself forward, go ahead and eat that frog. Get it, get it done first. Um, Michael Hyatt in in his Full Focus um, Planner, um, you know, every every week you list your weekly big three. What are the three most important things to do this week, and then. Every day, there's your your big three. It's the top of every day's planning page. What are the big three things that you need to get done that day? And then there's space below that for for additional tasks. Um, Make sure you have a big three. As the additional tasks populate, though, set deadlines on it. And if it's on a daily, just say, you know what, by by 2 o'clock, I'm going to have this call made. By 4:30, I will have uh, finished up that report. By 6 p.m., I'll be done. Uh, I'll be done with my workout. Um, set set those deadlines for yourself, and and I give you a daily example. Maybe you know, do that on a weekly or on your monthly calendar, However, wherever your list is and whatever the appropriate time frame is. Put a deadline on it. Um, my my friend Samantha Barr uh, helped me with that, um, saying, "When are you, you going to have that done?" And she would <laughs> she was very friendly about it, but she knew that I. Without a deadline, I can let things uh, I can let things drift. So Sam was always nice enough to say, "So when do you get that done, Todd?" And once I would pick a date, uh, ta-da! Usually, it got done by the date. So have specific deadlines. Uh, it's going to help you build a sense of momentum, right? As you start crossing things off your list, uh, and you'll you'll gain confidence as you go. Um, let's say you have a big a big project, right? Um, break it down to baby steps oftentimes when we're faced with the big projects we we you know we're like staring at a mountain it's like wow that's it's a, a big mountain to climb um, you know what look at the step in front of you and take that step and then look at the step in front of that one and take that step one step at a time right um, we, you've, you've surely heard the saying how do you eat an elephant well one one bite at a time you just start and, and continue so when you when you're faced with these big projects rather than put them off take some time planning um, and, and break them down into smaller steps and then sub steps and then if need be sub steps beyond that so that suddenly um, you've got these, this big tough job, this huge project broken down into bite-sized steps that you can get going on right now and start to make some real progress and, and keep track of this progress and reward yourself as you go. Um, of course, remove distractions, right? you want to eliminate procrastination? Uh, remove distractions. And, and what what could that be? Um, if you find yourself um, going to uh, foxnews.com or USA news or or maybe you're a fan of um, Spotify and you're not, you're just over building out a new playlist whatever it is block those web like block those um, websites those apps from 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 going there like you can set timers on it I believe where between, uh, 7 a.m. and 5 p.m. Just block yourself from access to them. Um, games and apps on your smartphone. Shh, get rid of them. They, they don't need to be there. So delete the games and the apps. Um, as you as you start this process, begin this process. When when you you when you when you feel a temptation, when you get drawn off task, when you procrastinate. Due to temptation or distraction, record it right. Like, like just make a note of it in your journal and panel. like today I got distracted by, um, Ink magazine and uh, I spent an hour reading that. So, well, is that a distraction or was a productive productive time? If it's a distraction, then write it down and then know that you you're not going to go to Ink.com anymore during the workday. Um, what else can we do? Um, put you can put your phone on airplane mode. Just just shut that thing down so it doesn't ring. So you don't for sure go in and make sure your notifications are turned off. So you don't you don't get a LinkedIn notification, no Facebook notifications, no no Twitter notifications, no um, voice message, no WhatsApp. Just shut off all notifications. Um, depending on your environment, maybe noise canceling headphones are in order. Um, close your door. So that's one I shared with you earlier. I, I work at home, right? If if my door's open, it's game on. And if it's if it's you know, uh, oftentimes it's just the dogs coming in. It's 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 Molly or Romeo coming in to say hello. And guess what? That'll sometimes it's enough of a break, right? Like like oh, the dogs are here, and I put the dogs for a few minutes. And the next thing you know, I'm I, then I've got to reengage because my thoughts don't stay focused on what I was focusing on. So block the distractions. Um, I already mentioned this next tip, but tackle the tough stuff first, right? The, the, this, the sales call that you know you need to make that you didn't do that you put off. Well, the point of all this is you're not putting them off anymore, right? The sales call that you need to make, um, you know, the, 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 maybe there's a customer that was that you sense a little unhappy and you've got to return their call. Do that first, get it out of the way. The tough conversation you need to have with, with. Um, with a customer or, or with a with your boss or with your employee or with a co-worker. Um, get that out of the way. What's What are the things that, that you know are going to be difficult but are important to get taken care of? Do those 1st Like Let's just start the practice of a daily big, the daily big three. As you end each day, at the end of every day as part of your shutdown ritual, which you, we should all have, I'm not going to go a lot into that today, but um, as you're getting ready to leave work or, or close your office or shut down for the day, um, make some time, block some time to just list the top three things, your big three that need to be taken care of tomorrow and list them uh, and tackle the hard stuff first, get it out of the way, and then you can move on to the easier things. So this next tip I learned—it's called the two-minute rule. It's actually pretty good, um, and it's just that. So if, if there's a if there's a task that you sense like is going to be um, going to be really hard, or you just don't want to do it, um, set your timer for for two minutes, press go, and then just dive in. Just say, you know what, I'm going to do this for 120 seconds. I mean, think about that. We can do anything for 120 seconds. So no matter how tough this work might be. Set the timer and just, just get into it for two minutes. See what happens. So I, I, usually what happens is you'll get the sense of accomplishment, right? You, you've started. There's a little bit of momentum, and, and you'll realize that, you know what? I, I can do this. So maybe you do a two-minute block and um, take a breath. Do a, do a minute of, of breathing uh, and just focus on your breath, and then another two minutes. Do, do two on, one off for a little bit. See what happens. Try it. But this two-minute rule um, is it, super powerful. Usually, oftentimes, uh, just getting started is enough to, to keep you going. So make sure you get in the mindset like, I've only got two minutes to go on this. I'm, I'm, I'm just going to focus and be really intense on on this thing for two minutes and go. See what happens. Also, as you're looking to change your procrastination, um, hold yourself accountable um, and with that with that daily big three you can do it there where you know at the end of your day your whole list doesn't need to be done but those but those three surely should be complete um so and for some people that to-do list is enough but you may need an accountability partner you know somebody that that, um, you check in with um and it could be a a, a, doesn't have to be somebody in your home or your office it could be a, a virtual partner a digital partner um where maybe you're on um a WhatsApp, uh, together, a different app, you know, some someplace where you can easily communicate, uh, maybe Voxer. And every day you just check in, in the morning, Hey, this is my big three. And then at the end of the day, Hey, my big three are done. Um, and here's the thing, having an accountability partner, you're still just accountable to you, right? I mean, unless it's your, unless it's your boss or possibly your spouse, they really can't make you do things. Um, and even your boss or your spouse can't, but they can make you wish you had, right? <laughs> um, but an accountability partner—it's just—it's just another level of of uh, you holding yourself accountable, because only you, ultimately only you can get you to do the things you need to do. It just is really uncomfortable to go to your accountability partner who you said you're going to—you know, you told them you were going to do these things—and um, to have to go to them and say, "Yeah, I didn't get it done." It's—it's just—it's never it's never an easy thing um we've got we've got a built-in mechanism i think a built-in success mechanism that likes to do things that we've said we're going to do um so an accountability partner can be a great resource um finally just stop making excuses um if 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 you're if you're a procrastinator if you're procrastinating things um it can get in the way of your goals. These these most important things that you want to to accomplish, um, whatever whatever it is, uh, it, you know, uh, life purpose, your vision. Um, procrastination is going to get in the way of accomplishing these things. Your your one year goal. Where do you want to be a year from now? Have you thought about it? Have you pictured it? Where do you want to be one year from now? How will procrastination serve you in getting there? Right? It's gonna. It's gonna. It's Gonna hinder your progress. And what about health? What about health you know, have you been thinking about um, trying uh, maybe the whole thirty a, a, a nutrition plan? have you have you thought about maybe trying keto? Um, uh, have you thought about um, beginning to exercise, taking you know sign up for a yoga class, but just haven't yet? What are the consequences of that long term? i would I would say there they can be enormous consequences. Enormous for not, for not taking care of your health. Right now, it's urgent. Get started. Um, there, there's just, there's no reason not to. So whatever, whatever story you've been telling yourself, uh, you know, I'm, I'm too busy. I'm too broke. I'm too stressed. It's too risky. I'm too old. I'm too young and too inexperienced. They're just excuses. Get started. Get started. Find help if you need help. Find, find, find somebody to take a walk with you. Hire a coach. But stop making excuses. Get started. So, can, I'm, I'm, obviously, I can't see you. What, what will you do today? What one thing will you do? If nothing else, will you at least, please, at the end of the day, list your daily big three for tomorrow. What three things, what are the three most important things for you to get done tomorrow? And just focus on those. Just, just, just focus on those. Um, it's the 80-20 rule, right? The Pareto principle that says that um, you get 80% of your results from 20% of your, of, of your effort. Um, so if you've got 15 things on your task list, figure out which are the big three. Figure out which which are the twenty percent that are going to get you eighty percent of your results? Do those first. So start with your big three uh, and start today. When you as you start to do this, you are going to find that you are getting you are going to be getting more done uh, in less time. So back to you know, as I mentioned earlier, um, some one of my methods of procrastination is busyness, right? Finding other things to do rather than the thing that I ought to be doing. Um, and that's different than you know. Some people say, "Well, procrastination is laziness," and that's uh, that's not the case. Well, rarely, rarely is the case. Um, usually, as I mentioned, uh, we procrastinate because of some some emotion, um, whether it's that fear, whether it's that perfectionism. Um, but but there's a there's an underlying reason reason that has rarely nothing to do with laziness. In fact. I, Oftentimes, myself included, I probably work harder because I'm procrastinating than I would need to if I just really focused on those big three, the three most important things. And then beyond that, um, a lot of the, the rest of those things can be eliminated or delegated, possibly turned into a system where I don't need to be focused on them. Um, so the big three, get don't don't overthink. This process and all that needs to be done and all the steps. Just start with the three big things. Get started on them. Take breaks if you need to, but move forward and begin accomplishing more with less time. That's what I have on procrastination. I, I hope this is helpful in some way. If you would, if if you if you're a procrastinator and you would like some help with this, um, please go just go to. Um, Go to www.todhalls.life and sign up for um, just just schedule a call with me and and let's let's beat the let's beat your procrastination. Uh, you you can move past it and and do more than than ever before. So thanks for tuning in. Um, I really I really appreciate you being here. Uh, I apologize again. I apologize that that it's Thursday before this is coming out. Um, I have now, uh, my commitment to you is to not procrastinate on this, uh, if possible, again. Appreciate you being here. Until next time, uh, whatever you're thinking, whatever, whatever dreams you have or aspirations, whatever big goals you set, remember, you can. Peace to you. Well, thank you so much for listening. For even more on turning trials into triumphs and seeking and embracing success, go to toddhalls.life. That's toddhalls.life. And I look forward to serving you. Until next time, be strong, be bold, be humble, stay healthy, stay hopeful. Peace to you.